Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 172 today. And today's topic is Big Sky Season 2, Episode 18. The season finale, uh, titled Catch a Few Fish, the description reads, Jenny works to find Travis. So y'all already know how we do. We about to get into it. We about to break it down and dissect it like we do over here on this platform. I do apologize for being a few days late, but Friday when I normally do my Big Sky recaps, it was your girl birthday, y'all. It was your girl birthday. So I decided to celebrate. I celebrated all weekend, which was good for me because do you guys know I hadn't celebrated my birthday since 2018? The last few years, I didn't do much. So, you know, it's been such a, a, a good year um, with the pod doing good, the um, book coming along and me moving out of state, relocating. I said, you know what? I'm going to have me a good time. So I went out Friday, Saturday and Sunday and I paid for it Monday. <laughs> so that's why I'm on tonight. So I do apologize for that. Um, I will be out of town this weekend, so I'm going to try to push some content out. I want to do another music show where we talk about music, and I want to get that documentary out. So after next week, we'll be back on the ball, back on the ball. I do apologize for May being a slow month, but as you know, a lot of our shows are on break, and it's been very busy this month. But next week, we're going to be back, you know what I'm saying, back on the ball. As always, you can hit me up on social media. Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. If you need to email me, Alicia Shanice Reviews13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, DM, or email me for any special requests you guys might have. It could be a, a re- request for a recap on a TV show documentary, movie, music album. All you got to do is hit me up, give me a couple days to get back to you, and I'll get your recap request out within a week. That pretty much sums it up. We about to talk Big Sky. This was a very solid season. The only thing that I did not like about season two of Big Sky was that it was too many breaks. So like sometime, you know, you be all into it and then they go on like that three week break. They took about three to four breaks this season. So um, it was very long drawn out season because of the breaks, but a very good solid season two. I love Big Sky's um, writing. I love the actors and actresses on here. They do a magnificent job. And, you know, the season was solid, just too many breaks. Um, so, yeah. Let's get into it and talk Big Sky. Name is Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. So the good thing is they have already announced that they have been picked up for season three. So that is amazing. Um, This episode opened up and we see Scarlett with her crazy ass, her and Phoebe, walking paranoid in like a bus station. 
Now, this poor child is hungry. She don't need to be nowhere near her mother, Scarlett. I'm sorry, child, poor Phoebe. So we see that the, you know, they kind of paranoid walking around and we still know the syndicate is after them. So in the next scene, we see old man Veer, him and Ren go into Jack's uh, hospital room. And old man Veer, he walk in the, the room with no shame. I mean, <laughs> the man walked in with no shame. He strutted himself in the damn uh, hospital bed. And, you know, child, old man Veer, he's something. You know, he <laughs> he looked at Jack like, it's not what you think, son. I was going to get you help. And Ren are like, are you serious? Jack like that. You left me for dead. You told him to shoot me. You traded your life for mine. And oh man, Veer, he kisses Jack on the forehead and tells him he will not be mocked. Jag looking at him like he is the devil in the flesh, child. Like, oh man, Veer had no shame. I was just like, I thought he was something when he walked off and told, you know, Richard to shoot him last episode. But the way how he walked in the room, like it was nothing. It tickled me. It, it tickled me. So we get into the next scene, and Cassie meets Bo Harley, the new um substitute for sheriff sheriff tubs and ironically she knows more about cars than he does <laughs> so she helps him out uh they meet in front of her grief counseling class that she's been going to so we get to the next scene and we go to the pi office and mark gets caught up with denise you know they talk about scarlet um the syndicate being after her and phoebe and you know, of course, he rushed there when he figured out that she contacted Cassie because Mark has very, very deep feelings for Cassie. So, you know, he was going to run there and Denise is all for their relationship as so am I. I am digging Mr. Mark and Cassie. So we get into the next scene and Jenny tells Cassie about how Travis ghosted her and, you know, it has her all stressed out. Cassie kind of just tells her like, well, why don't you go arrest old man Veer? You know, take away his target. Jenny like, huh? What? You know what? That's 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 a damn good idea, sis. You know, like, why didn't I think of that? Because Jenny has feelings for Travis, but yet she understands why he's in too deep. So we go into the next scene. And Ren sets her dad up. Old man Veer gets in the car with Travis, a.k.a. Stone, thinking everything is all good and sweet until a.k.a. Stone, a.k.a. Travis clocks back that pistol. And he like, um, what's going on? Ran like, I love you, daddy. Because <laughs> she thinking it's about to be the last time she sees him alive. So... We go into the next scene and Bo Hartley introduces himself to the other deputies at the station. And, you know, they're all kissing up to him. He's making jokes, trying to, you know, ease everybody over. And Jenny walks in like she is not impressed. <laughs> he like he gets to calling her nicknames. She like, bruh, call me Hoyt. I ain't finna play this game with you. 
but she uh jumps to the chase and tells him all about Travis and he tells her you know like I know a little bit about it uh Sheriff Tub filled me in and you know I'm saying I basically got your back go do what you gotta do you know he, he he puts up no fight he's pretty cool he's laid back you know cool 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 new substitute while Sheriff Tubbs is re, uh, recovering so we get into the next scene and Veer and Travis, they're, you know, talking a little bit during their ride Why Travis, a.k.a. Stone, has him at gunpoint And he asks him about Kate So, you know, old man Veer kind of looks And he like, oh, and my name ain't no damn Stone, I'm Travis <laughs> Now, old man Veer, of course, tries to offer him money And he, you know, he, he doesn't want his money He doesn't want to be his friend the only thing he wants to know is what did he do to Kate and where is her body? Because he thinks that she's dead. So we cut to the next scene and we see Mark and Cassie. They go looking for the EMT guy who was assigned to uh, Wolf. Remember when Wolf was on the ambulance and they murdered him, the syndicate murdered him? Well, the EMT guy who was supposed to be working on the ambulance that night has gone missing. So when they arrive there, they walk to the back. It looks like it could have been an ambush. And they find, you know, his body is already in the backyard dead. So it goes into the next scene. And the man from the syndicate is everywhere. He spots Charlotte and Phoebe again at another gas station. And her crazy ass lures him to the back, hides Phoebe, guts him. Because, you know, she can stab like crazy. And... You know, she gets away, but before he warns her, like, you know, you will never be free. There are thousands of me, and they are looking for you. So poor little Phoebe sees it all, and she looks at her mom, and she like, I'm scared, and I do not want to do this anymore. And all I could think is, I feel you, baby girl. I feel you. You was better off with Agatha's sister who you was staying with before you got back with your crazy ass mother. Okay. But, you know, when she said that and, and you know, you could see the fear in her eyes. You seen the, the mother instinct pop out of Scarlet, like that look she had. We hadn't seen that since we were first introduced to her before she got all in a Ronald and they became like this sociopath couple, you know. <laughs> So we get into the next scene and Rand tells Duno about Travis. And while they're talking, she basically tells him, like, you know, after Travis does what he does, I'm going to need you to do what you do to Stone, a.k.a. Travis. And Duno, like, look, that's what I've been wanting to do this whole time. You ain't got to tell me but twice. So while they're talking, Jenny and Bo arrive. The new deputy in town. He arrives right by Jenny's side. And <laughs> Duno step up like he about to do something. And Bo politely sits his goofy ass down. Now, I have to say, when, when, when Bo sat Duno down, because, you know, Duno think he a bad, but I like Bo. I like Bo. Bo. Bo came in and swept me off my feet in this one episode. I am. I cannot wait for season three, and I think Bo's character is going to be a fan favorite for me. Now, um, Ren, uh, after they sat Duno down and, you know, threw their threats out about taking her to jail, Ren gives up the location where, you know, old man Veer is at with Stone, a.k.a. Travis. 
So it cuts to that next scene with old man Viren, uh, a.k.a. Stone, a.k.a. Travis. And they arrive. Uh, Stone got him at gunpoint, of course, to his head. And Veer's so funny. He's talking about so- <laughs> So you're just going to shoot me like an animal and put me down this hole. I tell you, this country. <laughs> Where old man Veer said that child almost fell out of my bed because I was watching it as I was laying down. Like I said, I've been tired. It was my birthday. So I was in the bed watching it. <laughs> and I almost fell out of my bed when he said that because this man is so evil. But he just said it like he was the most innocent man in the world. He like. He was just disgusted. He like, so you just gonna, you know, kill me like an animal and put me down this hole. I tell you, this country. <laughs> so it cuts to the next scene. And Cassie arrives home and she can tell someone's been in her house. So of course she pulls out her gun and gets to looking. And it's little Phoebe in there by herself. Scarlet ends up calling and ask her if she can find her somewhere to go she tells her about you know an aunt she has and her number is in her book bag and she also said you know she left cassie something in phoebe's book bag and you know ask her like you know i know how you feel about me i know everything that we done to you your father but mother to mother so you know of course cassie has a good heart she ain't finna take any frustration she had on ronald or scarlet or on little phoebe so it cuts to the next scene. And this Alicia lady, old man Veer woman, she's smooth. She is smooth. She walks in there with Ren, Tanya, and Duno. Like, um, I am more than just a financial advisor. I'm the power of attorney over the business and the accounts. Why, um, old man Veer thought he was signing, you know, insurance clearance papers. No, no, no. It was signing everything over to me. <laughs> so either you buy me out or we partner up. Point blank, period. I'm like, okay, Alicia. You know, when Alicia first arrived in town, we thought of her like, you know, kind of dingy, kind of like, okay, what's up with her? But, you know, Alicia kind of grew on me. So it cuts to the next scene. And Jenny and Bo drive to find Travis. Now, as they're driving, they trade a few uh, war and love stories. And um, it cuts back to Travis. Now, he almost has a breakdown asking about poor Kate. Child, he get to cry, like, what happened to her? Veer like, oh, you're the cop. Well, anything that happened to Kate was your fault. Travis gets to whooping his child. Travis went to town on old man Veerhead. Tells and then old man Veer ends up telling him she's still alive. Now we don't know if old man Veer is playing with his head or not because he was getting it, he was getting that head swole on in. Travis beat the hell out of him. Jenny arrives, you know, he's still beating him. So she shoots the gun, you know, of course not at him, but so he can stop. She ends up taking him in. Veer is still kicking it with the weak paw. So they take get him to the hospital. Now, child, Travis was hurt. And we can see he was deeply in love with him some cake. So hopefully we get a closure on that story next season. Travis had a breakdown while he was, you know, confronting old man Veer. So, um, Jenny, uh, tells, you know, Bo that she's going to take Travis to his handler because the state wants him 
and everything. Bo pretty cool. He like, take him for some coffee or something on the way. Because Bo pretty much know what she's going to do. It seems, you know, he's very relatable. I like his character. So as they're driving, you know, talking, she skirts off the road and she says some freaking. Got tears in her eyes. She like, go, go find her. Go find her. And then before he could say anything, she like, go. If I change my mind. She got that damn watery eyes. And they always have these emotional goodbyes that leave my damn eyes weepy. Because I like me some Jenny and Travis together, y'all. I like them together. And, you know, they just, child, I'm like, if Jenny and Travis don't quit having these emotional goodbyes, having me feel like I'm part of their damn relationship because I'll be about to cry. All right, y'all. <laughs> so it comes to the next scene. And um, Mark and Cassie, they keep an eye on little Phoebe. And, you know, she finally has that look of relief, like, Oh my God, I'm not with the two sociopaths anymore. I am at peace. She offering Mark and Cassie cookies. She's smiling, you know, as she should, as she should. So old man Veer, he's laid up in his hospital bed, half alive. Jack comes in and Jack comes in with vengeance. He stands over his father. All his father can say is son. And Jack grabs that pillow and gets to smothering him until he flatlines. I guess, you know, he finally became the son that old man Veer always wanted. But, you know, unfortunately, he didn't get to see it for too long. But, okay. So it cuts to the last few scenes. And we see Tanya goes to see Alicia. And, you know, she tells her goodbye before she goes away to Paris. And to me, they kind of reminded me of mother and daughter a little bit. But you could tell Tanya look, Tanya took a liking into Alicia. And, you know, Alicia asked her, like, you want to you wanna come with me? And she's like, no, I'll stay here. She's like, let me tell you something. Watch your back with Ren. But I don't have to tell you that because you know that already. Tanya just gives her a look. Alicia gets in her car all smooth and she <laughs> she takes off. I like Alicia. Her character grew on me. So we get an emotional um brother and sister moment with a Jag and Ren. They, you know, give each other a hug, which is something they don't do. They tell each other they love each other, which is something they don't do. So I'm imagining in season three, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Because with Jag killing his father and Ren taking over the business, both of them are about to turn cold. So um, we see Jenny arrives at the PI office while Denise, Mark, and Cassie, they're all looking at the disc uh, with the information on the syndicate that Scarlett left. So Jenny uh, and Cassie, they leave out for a beer. And I am loving uh, Cassie and Mark together. By the way, he makes a joke like, you know, I'm just going to let you guys go hang out like girls. And, you know, I'll stay here with Denise and work on this. And, you know, they just, you know, Mark is just so, so nice. You know, this is what Cassie needs. So, you know, they all laugh and take off. And we end up at our favorite bar, Good Beer and Laughs. And, you know, that's where it all started from, with the big bra from the first season one at the same bar, same pool table, same bar, same drink, same beer, <laughs> with Cassie and um and Jenny fighting over Cody. Because remember, uh, Cody was Jenny's husband, but he ended up sleeping with uh, Cassie while they were separated, his business partner. 
Um, so as they're sitting there talking, laughing, reminiscing, Bo walks in and walks Bo, who is handsome, but not Ryan Felipe, aka Cody, aka the only reason I started watching this damn show. <laughs> I never would have watched this show, y'all. But I remember when they were showing the um, previews for it. I'm like, oh my God, that's Ryan Felipe. You know, I always had a crush on him since like Cruel Intentions and I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> and I was so pissed when I watched this first show because they killed, they made it seem like he was going to be a main character and they killed him off the first episode. I'm still mad about that, y'all. So <laughs> the story was so good, it drew me in to where I just kept watching it. But, you know, Ian walks both. Of course, he's not Ryan Felipe, but I'm digging Bo's new character, and I think he's going to be a fan favorite. I like his swag. I like his style. He's very handsome, and he's funny. So, welcome to Montana, Bo. And that was my recap for the season finale of Big Sky, season two, episode 18. This was a really solid season. Just hopefully for season three, we don't have so many breaks. You know, we had a few of them. But I'm going to get you guys out of here. Thank you for tuning in for these weeks and checking out all of my Big Sky recaps. I have a sleeper for you guys in my Joe Budden style. Shout out to the pod father. And I'm going to get you guys out of here. I'm going to do a documentary recap this week as well. And then I want to do another music show where we just, you know, listen to some tunes and vibe out. And then by next week, uh, I'll be putting out more content. I'm going out of town this weekend, so there will be no shows uploaded this weekend. But I'm going to try to get two more out before I leave town, leave y'all with some content. You dig? So um, here is my sleeper.
All right, y'all. That was Somewhere There's Hope by Steve Perry. That was off of my Shanice Love Soft Rock playlist. Y'all know I always tell y'all y'all can follow all of my music playlists. They are exclusively on Spotify. If you just type in Shanice Loves, it takes you. Um, I know the one of my um playlists, if you click on the picture profile, it takes you to the rest. And I have many of them. Cause you know what I'm saying, your girl got some long range music ears. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so um i'm gonna get that fear city doc recap out this week i promise uh and then i want to do another music uh you know just kick it with you guys and play another one of my playlists like we did uh shanice loves the 90s um r&b playlist we talked about um 90s r&b and we did 90s hip-hop as well so i want to do one and it's like my little late night chill type you know it might get you after i play some of these songs you might want to go lay up with your honey okay so uh, i want to do that that'll be fun so i know for sure i'll get two out before i uh, go out of town this weekend and then you know next week we're back to the basics back to the basics so I hope you guys have a wonderful uh, day and or night <laughs> whenever you listen to this. Uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Protect your energy at all times. I love you guys. Thank you for your support as always. Do never be, a, you know what I'm saying, never, you can always, never hesitate. You can always hit me up. Even if you don't have a recap, just to say what's up. And let me know you're from the podcast family because, you know, y'all are so dope. <laughs> so it's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.